This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. On Fridays, we want to look at current events and the Bible to ask the question, what would Jesus say? listening to a What Would Jesus Say episode. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. You're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. Today we are talking about what would Jesus say should I make a New Year's resolution? Do you? Are you the guy? Do you make New Year's resolutions? I don't make New Year's resolutions. You don't? I don't. Um, I find they don't work. <laughs> and really, that's what the whole podcast is going to be about. They don't work for me. Um <laughs> They're really good at uh, making me do something for a week and then never touching it again. <laughs> so we're going to actually try to differentiate between New Year's resolutions that don't work mm-hmm. and goals or commitments that do work, right? Yep. Uh, and so we're actually getting ready. It's December 31st. Now, our local church is going to be doing a 10-day fast in right. January. We want to invite you to join us. That's Tell right. us a little bit about that. Yeah. January 2nd to the 12th, we will be doing a 10-day Daniel fast. And really, the focus this year is on consecration mm-hmm. and faithfulness. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we're wanting to do is we're wanting to use this as an opportunity. One, we're going to fast based out of Isaiah 58, which is if you're going to fast fast to loose the bonds of wickedness mm. and to uh, benefit the poor, to loose people from bondage, all of these different things, um, which really is we want to fast so that a kingdom mindset will increase in us mm. um, and we'll focus more and more on the kingdom of God. And when that happens, man, our lives change. It's appropriate to talk about it here because a lot of people make a commitment to That's fast. Right. And That's right. I'll just be honest with you. <laughs> This this is the hardest thing to do in my Christian life. Mm-hmm. Fasting is. It's, it's true. The number one, it's the hardest thing it's for true. me. I, I, now, it's not for everybody. But for yeah. me, this is the hardest thing. Yeah. Well, um, I think it was uh, Will Smith. I saw an interview with him, and he his advice to young people is, in your life, there are two things that you must always be doing, mm. reading and running. Mm. And he said, you need to run. Because every time you take that sharp breath in and your mind tells you to stop mm. and you keep pushing, mm. you're teaching yourself to do something even when you don't want to do it. Right. Yeah. That's going to benefit you. Yeah. And then read because uh, you might think your problems are new, but uh, the world is old. Yeah. <laughs> and there are no new there problems. There are new problems. There are no new problems yeah, under do. the sun. <laughs> and so I would take that a step farther and spiritually fast. Yeah. Because if you can tell your body no to certain things so that you can hear God more clearly, it's going to benefit you in a powerful way. So we tried to bring it down to 10 days. We're going to do it together. Yeah. Yes. So we, if you want to join us for that, that's awesome. Yes. We, we think the rewards will be there for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah. So first seven days, uh, we're going to be doing Daniel fasting. We're going to have a ton of resources available yeah. um, to help you focus, do mm-hmm. devotions, pray, worship. Yeah. Um, so there'll be something in the morning, uh, in the afternoon, and in the evening every day for those first seven days. And then the last, uh, well, the last four nights and the last three days, um, we'll have evening services and we'll Mm. still have the morning and afternoon resource for you as I smack the microphone (laughs) for each of those days. So that's just me getting excited. I just, just, now he's gesticulating. That's right. Let's broaden this out. Should I make a new year's resolution? Um, I want to read the scripture and then let's discuss, uh, something maybe that is better than a new new year's resolution. So, um, 
If you want to answer this very simply, Jesus would say, well, there's a better way than making a New Year's resolution. Mm. And he's going to tell us what that way is. This is Matthew 5, verse 36. And do not take an oath by your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black. <laughs> Let what you say simply be yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. Mm. Ooh, now that's always stung me. <laughs> that anything more than yes or no comes from evil, and some mm. translations say the evil one, mm. the devil. Mm. And I'm so I've always thought, mm. well, there's a lot more evil in this than I understand <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, because there's something going on here. So yeah. I've done some research on this to find what was Jesus going after that he would actually call certain. Say some of this comes from the devil. <laughs> and um, I believe it is this. In their culture, now, now let's talk about nothing new under the sun. In their culture, they had a problem of back doors. Mm. Are we seeing that again? Surely not. <laughs> Surely that's not they happening They had to us. a culture of back doors yeah. so that their verbal commitment didn't mean very mm. much anymore. Mm-hmm. And so th- what they were trying to do was remedy this problem by swearing on things that were more stable and matter. Since my think of it this way, since my word doesn't hold water, mm-hmm. I'm going to swear by something that does. Mm-hmm. So the result was they were making a list of things they swear by that means I'm actually going to follow through with what I say. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start swearing in this in their case, I'll swear by heaven. I'll swear by earth. Mm. I'll swear by Jerusalem. Mm. I'll swear by my my head. I'll, I'll, they were they were figuring out all kinds of things to swear by, to make their word mean something. Mm. And Jesus was saying that doesn't work. It falls mm. short of the glory of God. Mm. It, it, you're, you're, you need your word needs to mean something. Mm. So what Jesus was advocating. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you become a man or woman of God where your word is your bond. Your word, mm. you follow through with your word. Now, ultimately, it's a, if you're a person who doesn't follow through with what you say you're going to do, especially as it relates to other people, you're going to struggle to trust the word of God because God's promise is in his word mm-hmm. and he follows through with his word. But if mm-hmm. you don't follow through with your word, you don't really believe God's going to follow through with His word. That's, that's true. That's, that's really right. That's we, true. We we think that way now. Um, do we have a culture of people not following through with their words today? I don't think so. I think <laughs> everybody does exactly what they say they're going to do when they say they're going to do it. If <laughs> if now I'm taping this still a little bit earlier in December, but if you have been put in the position mm. of having to hire somebody. Mm. In the past six months, <laughs> it has become the you're, you're norm. You're experiencing this. You're experiencing this. I mean, now if you now, now there's probably listening. There's people listening who haven't been in this position. So I'm going to describe what it's like. What you do is you advertise the job position, and then you get five people who say they will interview, and of the people who set appointments to interview. <laughs> Two show up. That's if you're doing great. Yeah. If you're if you're on a less fortunate day, one will show up. Mm. On a less fortunate, none will show up, and mm. none of those people will call you or text or email. Mm. They just don't show up mm. when they escape gave their interview. Mm. So there's no phone call, no notification. You just showed up, and they didn't. Mm. Then 
of the two that showed up, if you're fortunate, you hire one of them. Mm-hmm. And in order to try to, you know, make something happen, you say, you can start tomorrow, show up at nine o'clock or eight o'clock or whatever. About one out of five will show up mm-hmm. on the day they were hired to show up. <laughs> and the other four out of five will ghost you. Yeah. This is a new term for me. Yeah. They ghosted you. <laughs> You've never heard that before? No, I, 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 this was a new thing. It's like you text, if you text somebody and they don't answer, you've yep, been, that's, you've that, been that's ghosted. That's it. They don't respond to text, <laughs> emails, phone calls. They ghost you at that you've, point. You've been ghosted. It's a strange environment to, <laughs> to work in. Now, I publicly said if this was one of my kids, <laughs> I wouldn't tolerate it. The hammer would be falling. The hammer would fall because you're burning bridges. I get it. That right now there's more jobs than there are employees, mm-hmm. but we don't burn bridges and we don't we don't treat people like that. Yeah. But you know, I guess I'm a rarity. <laughs> now, the, the, the the reason I bring that up is I thought it was very pertinent to mm-hmm. Jesus's discussion on should mm-hmm. I make a new year's resolution? What he's saying is become a person mm-hmm. that your yes means yes, Mm -hmm. and your no means no. Mm -hmm. Now, all of us fall short in this to some level. But every time we fall short, it inspires us to be a little bit more careful about my yes and my no the next time. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah, the way I've had to change my own mindset in this area is I don't leave it up to me, I leave it up to God. Mm -hmm. So simply put, if everything was left up to me, then you just I just do what I want when I want to do it. Right. But when it's left up to God, then it becomes a matter of obedience yeah. of whether I'm going to do what he asked me to do or not. Yeah. Well, that's so much simpler. Yes. Um, because then your emotions aren't tied in. You're, right. You're, you know, you're not wishy-washy, none of those things. Yes. You become solid in that area. Right. Because then it's no longer, I want to be good in this one area. It's your whole life is then marked by faithfulness and obedience to the Lord. And that foundation is the foundation of prosperity. Mm-hmm is that foundation of faithfulness mm. and consistency is what God builds wealth yeah. upon. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about financial wealth, yeah. although he does build financial wealth on that, but also relational wealth, yeah. emotional wealth and well-being. He builds it on on faithfulness and consistency. Mm-hmm. So when your yes doesn't mean yes and your no doesn't mean no, what happens is it's it's a bit like um, pouring concrete for your house, and instead of having the right mix, you've gotten some wrong stuff in there, mm. and your your foundation is not really what it should be. So you build a big old house on something that has got cracks and it's mm. going to crumble, and it's 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 the Bible go down. doesn't talk about that. There, it, are, the, there, the, are, <laughs> there are no parables about <laughs> building your life on a. Not good foundation. There are parables about this. <laughs> and so <laughs> so that's where where Jesus, and that's why he says that's what's from the evil yeah. one. The evil one is taking your foundation and putting a mix in there that is just a matter of time until yeah. it crumbles. That's true. So what we want to do is say, Lord, help me to become a person that my yes means yes mm-hmm. and my no means no. Start with your church commitments. Mm-hmm. I've got people in my small group that their attendance is like, clockwork. Yeah. And you know what what that produces is when you come across the rare occasion that they don't show up and, or, and they did and, and you're like, 
uh oh, what I happened? wonder if something's wrong. What happened? And then you text, and sure enough, there is something wrong because yeah. the point is they're like clockwork. Yeah. And so God wants to make us people who are like clockwork. Make your Sunday church attendance like clockwork. Let, yeah. your, let your small group attendance be like clockwork. Let your let your relationship with your wife be like clockwork yeah. in the way that you're going to be faithful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, if you say you're going to be home by six, be home by six, mm-hmm. or that deserves a text or a phone call ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you want you want these things to be like clockwork, and Jesus can build upon that, and that's so much better than a New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. Now you can even bring this into really practical examples. Let's say your New Year's resolution is well, I'm going to start exercising in 2022. Oh, well, good. But it start with a clockwork. Start with, you know, there's all kinds of these plans. It's, uh, it's you know, couch to 10K. And you, you <laughs> yeah. start with clockwork type rhythms is going to help you a lot more than making a big resolution. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's our encouragement. Let me read again. Uh, he says, let what you say simply be yes or no. Anything more than this comes from the evil one. So I'm asking the Holy Spirit in 2022 to make me a man of my word. Mm. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community and small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. You can also join us on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. in person or at 1045 in person or on our YouTube with our live stream community.